last night was the best, the current best show on television, Galvin. It, it was fantastic. I can watch those debates. I, I'm going to be disappointed when they are done. And right now, to talk about the debates, we're going to clash up this show a little bit. All right. uh, we will be covering the the uh, entire campaign from beginning to end uh, because that's what we do. It's 1025 The Bones 2016 campaign full coverage where respected members of the news community call in and talk politics with our group of assholes. <laughs> and joining us right now is former presidential candidate, Mr. Herman Cain. How are you, sir? I, I hope I'm not a bleep. No, you're respected. You're the respected part. You're the good guy. We're the a-holes. How you doing, Mike? Uh, it that kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, Herman Cain, since his bid for the presidency, yes. has been a very popular radio host in Atlanta uh, for Cox Broadcasting with the Herman Cain Radio Show. It's a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks, guys. Happy to be with you. Uh, I'm going to ask you this question right out of the gate. You have no way of knowing, but I'm going to ask you right now, who will be right. the next president of the United States? I don't know. I know, I, I know <laughs> but, you don't know. But, but I can tell you this. Yes. Uh, there were 10 winners on that stage last night and one loser. Of those 10, one of them will be the next president of the United States of America. You think by far it'll be a Republican? It will be a Republican, based I, upon what I saw last night. Yes. I absolutely agree with you. I, I believe, uh, and I and I voted for Obama, uh, but I am uh, at a point now where you we need some sort of uh, drastic change, yes. and I think that that's got to happen, and I think that the Democrats... I have no viable candidate. I, Hillary Clinton is is going to, is a criminal. Yep. Yes. Uh, Bernie Sanders is a socialist. Yes. And uh, Joe Biden is too old and uh, too associated with Obama. Agreed. And the other Democrats who have declared, we don't know who they are. People don't know who they are. They are also in that loser category. So I totally agree with you. Joe Biden may not, he might have the energy, but he doesn't have the leadership ability. So I would add a second reason as to why he shouldn't even bother to run. Yeah, I, and I don't think he did enough during his vice presidency for us to say, hey, that's, that's the guy right there. I got a trick question for Please you. Please tell me. What did he do as a senator? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so, you know what, though? He's got a reputation for, yes. for he's one of those guys where he says, well, he's Joe, he's tough, and he's, he's uh, women love him. He was for women's issues, and, and that's what, you know, he's, he seems to have this reputation of being an honest guy, but you, well, you never know, and once they get in office, they, people right. change. Right, Joe, Joe, yeah, he's a good guy, honest guy. His whole career has been politics, but you cannot name one thing that you can put his name on as having been the leader in making it happen. So, like you said... The Democrats do not have a viable candidate to challenge the ten winners on that stage last night. When you enter the race, do you think in? Do you really think uh, I'm I'm going to win this thing? I have a, a sure shot. Or you say, hey, the worst thing that can happen is I put my opinion out there, and then I I am able to use that fame to further my career. I was in it to win it. Really? I, I never thought about doing it just to get better name recognition or to further my career. But what I didn't count on, Mike was how vicious, nasty, and dirty the attacks would be in order to stop me. All of those trumped-up accusations were trumped-up accusations. And here's what happened. I didn't have enough money to, to file lawsuits and run a campaign. Right. Because a lot of people don't realize that if you run for any office, you got to prime the pump with some of your own money, which I had to do to run for president. Well, that used up some of my retirement money, and I'm supposed to be retired. <laughs> okay? 
And so I didn't have enough money to fight lawsuits and run a campaign because you got to pay people who got families to take care of. So I couldn't do both. Thirdly, the impact that it was having on my wife and my family emotionally was something that I was not willing to sacrifice in terms of continuing to damage them emotionally because they knew it was false. Yeah. They they knew that there was nothing to it. But see, in the court of public opinion, they know the professional politicians and the professional staffers, they know, plant a seed out there and let it grow. Plant a seed of doubt, and that's what they did. And when they plant, when they did it three times, then some people started to have doubts. That's all they wanted to do. Sure. And, and then when the doubts go up, the money goes down in terms of money coming in. Right, and then that'll that'll ruin everything for you. It'll and I, ruin it. I, yep. and, and it's not worth the gig. Is not worth the pain that uh, you're to put your family through. I agree with that. It's a it's a hard decision to make. Yes. Probably once you're already in it, but you have to look out for your family. Uh, Doctor Ben Carson, it, people love him. People love him. Yes. but he is he is uh, he's too soft spoken in these debates. I think to win anything when he's up there with those other folks who are so yeah. willing to scream at each other. It, there's no. But do you think he could be somebody's vice president? He could. Because he's very intellectual. He's very thoughtful. Uh, I think you nailed it in terms of the one ding against Carson is that maybe he's too gentle. I call him gentle men. Yeah. Uh, you got to have somebody who's going to uh, be a Billy Bad bleat every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, and we know what that means in the South. Right. And he, the question with him is if he has to pull the trigger, would he pull the trigger? There's no question that Donald Trump will bury somebody if he has to. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay? The only question is, is he going to hit him in the face with one pie or two pies? <laughs> okay, with, with General Ben, it's like, well, is he going to be tough enough? And that is still an unanswered question. In terms of intellect and smarts, he is a great candidate. I thought, uh, from my point of view last night, I thought Marco Rubio had his best performance. He's yes. Ever since that one weird uh, episode where he was answering to the uh, president's speech and he had to get that water. He just seemed so yeah. weak to me. I don't know. It's so weird how that one image. <laughs> sure. But, but, but in the first debate, he didn't shine. And yeah. then last night, he looked like a kid who just knew what he was talking about. He looked like the, the nerdy kid in the class. You don't want to be his friend, but you knew when they crushed the fan, yeah. he's the guy you're going to go to. He improved his perception last night. Chris Christie improved his perception last night yeah carly fiorina knocked it out she, of the park she killed it she knew yep. all she had to do wow. was take down trump one time and yep. she would do it uh and and it wasn't just that i mean that's what put her over i mean this whole thing's a big dog and pony show and perception. she yeah and she had the biggest uh slam on trump last night of the night and and that's what i i think people why people are so excited about her today but but the, oh, the big criticism with her is that she's shown no sign of of emotion. She's shown no happiness. She's too stiff. You agree with that or do you want that in the president? She's got seven more debates to smile and show warmth. Yeah. Imagine. Okay, I've been there. The pressure of trying to stay on your A game, think ahead of the question to formulate an answer before they get through as asking the question. It's not easy. No. Now, she probably, she. I think she does have a warm side. I've seen her in some interviews where she did smile and she has a warm side. But she was there to prove, number one, she should be there on the big stage. Number two, she wanted to be thoughtful. She wanted to be articulate. She wanted to be, you know, resourceful. She accomplished all of that. So the fact that she didn't smile, I would agree. Yeah. But I know that she has the ability to do that. But, man, she couldn't. See, 
she couldn't risk making one mistake. Maybe that's why she wasn't smiling. She absolutely belongs on that stage. Yeah. She is she is very knowledgeable, and there, there are plenty of people I had no idea who she was right. uh, earlier this year, and she's showing every time she opens her mouth that she belongs there. Uh, I, I, the, I thought it was fantastic last night the way Donald Trump called out Rand Paul. Uh, it, before <laughs> he even said anything, he said, look, this guy's at 1%. Why is he even up here with us anymore? Right. I, th- I thought that was fantastic. Could we, I mean, I think when the numbers come out today, even though Carly had such a good showing and Marco and yeah. Christy, I think Donald Trump's still going to be fine. Is there a possibility that this man is going to be the president? I think there is a possibility. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable because what the American people have shown through these polls, I hear it every day on my show. I hear it when I travel, when I go to lunch. I can't go to lunch in a restaurant without people wanting to come up to me and talk about Trump. (laughs) I said, well, what about him not being a conservative? They don't care about these (laughs) labels, okay? They don't care about the labels. I think that... Any one of the 10. Now, you notice I said 10 and there were 11 people on the stage. Right. Who if you, you want to know the loser, you're going to have to listen to the Herman Cain show online, hermancain.com, uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern time today. I would listen to it. I, I listen. I know. You'd be busy on the radio. Uh, no, no, no. I, I've listened to your show before. I love the way you, I love the way you speak. I, I'm going to tell you right now, though, yeah. uh, I'm going to guess that Scott Walker is, is one of your losers. Uh, I also think from the earlier debate, uh, Lindsey Graham was the big winner. Lindsey Graham, and I tweeted this out last night, would be a great Secretary of Defense. Yes. That came through loud and clear. He he didn't win, quote-unquote, the debate. He basically separated himself in terms of his knowledge and determination of this ISIS fight. I would make him Secretary of Defense in a heartbeat. When, when you, I have one more question to ask you. When you're up there at the podium and they ask you a question, that, I mean, I, I got to imagine... That, that there are things that you don't know about uh, when you're up there, and they ask you something that you don't know about. What do you do? I mean, remember that one time when they asked they asked President Bush about yeah. um, uh, the Indians so- and sovereign ha- having sovereign state, and he just kept repeating sovereign state <laughs> yeah. over and over again. I mean, you gotta do you ever did you ever have a freak out, crap your pants moment when you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Well, I didn't get to the point where I didn't know what they were talking about, but I didn't take debate of trying to pretend that I knew something about everything. Yeah. For example, uh, Chris Wallace tried to uh, g- do a gotcha on me when he asked me about, well, Mr. Kane, what would your strategy be for Afghanistan? I said, Chris, I don't have access to all the intelligence. I haven't talked to the soldiers and the generals on the ground. I can't give you a plan. But you're running for president of the United States. You don't have a plan? No, I'm not going to pull, pl- pull a plan out of my anchovy because that's not good decision making. And then it just sort of went away. In other words, that's how you handle a question like that. Yeah. Don't pretend that you know something that you don't. You can't fake it. Just admit that you don't. But here's how I would come to an answer. That was the best approach. And I saw last night a couple of the candidates, mostly Trump, because he used that technique a couple of times last night in saying, you know, not claiming that he knew everything about everything. Who, If Trump is going to make a good run, he definitely needs somebody there with him that shows that they can handle the, the foreign policy, that they can handle, like, a strong secretary of state. Right. He needs to prove already to the American people he's going to have some people. If he is the leader, who does who is his best bet to pick for a vice president? You just did a perfect lead-in for my next comment. Okay. Thanks, Mike. No, I'm, I'm there for you. You're, you're pretty good. How this. does Cox not put us together? We'd be doing a great show. Oh, yeah. One guy ran for president. The other guy has no chance. We'd be a great show. Here's my thoughts. I believe that of the 10 that I think did the best 
one of them could be president, they ought to pick another one from that stage to be vice president, and they ought to tap into all of the others for various cabinet positions. Yeah. That's, that's what they ought to do, in my opinion, because I saw some depth and some talent and some passion up there on that stage last night. The Democrats don't have that. I can't wait to see how pitiful the Democrat debate is going to be. Oh, it, It's going to be pitiful. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but last night, I'm looking, I'm saying, you know what? People like to talk about who was the winner. Let me tell you who the winners were. The American public was a winner because they saw some great candidates up there on that stage. The Republican Party was a winner because 10 out of 11 really articulated and came across strong in answering their questions. Each of them had a moment or two. But you can't just make a decision based upon a moment or two, just like I don't recommend people making a decision on a candidate because of a single issue. That's right. what gets us in trouble. You got to look at all of them across the board. And the good news is we're still early in the process. We still have an opportunity to get to know them because making a decision just based upon sound bites. Well, between debates, that's all you have if you don't go to the Internet and do some research on your own. Right. But the debates give, them, give people an opportunity to see how well they can handle themselves under pressure and spontaneously. That's absolutely true, and that's going to be the, the defining yes. uh, characteristic of these folks. Uh, I think if if Chris Christie the, sticks with that whole theme of I'm a man of the working class people and yes. ditch the jacket, roll up your sleeves, and become that kind of guy, he's got a little bit more of a chance. And uh, b agree on this, uh, Mr. Herman Cain, we will never hear of a President Huckabee, right? That name just doesn't fit for this country. <laughs> you can't. No, um, no, Putin's not going to go, <laughs> oh, no, what, what Huckabee doing? You right. know, not, nobody's Huck is free. after me. No, he's not going to do that. Well, here's the thing. I know Huckabee. He is a likable guy. He's smart. He's sharp. He has a sense of humor. Too religious. But he, no, it's not that. He just isn't getting the traction out. I don't think it's because it's a religion. I honestly don't know why he doesn't get better traction. He ran before and uh, didn't get the traction, and he's not moving up now. The people that are moving up, like you said, are the people like uh, Carson, Fiorina. I think Rubio, as you indicated, really did himself some good last night. Yeah. So I think the fact that you have others moving up, that's going to continue to suppress Huckabee from moving up because, you know, he, he just... For some reason, I don't know what it is. He's I'll not tell you what it is. Huckabee, when you ask him a question, you're getting the prescribed answer that you know is coming. He delivers it in a way that he's been practicing all day. He's He seems like, like Huckabee should be wearing a top hat and a monocle. He seems like an old school uh, politician that you'd see in a movie from the 40s. You right. know? That's uh, what they said about me, Mike. No, <laughs> no. Charles Krauthammer said I was a joke as a candidate. And this is before I became number one in the polls mm -hmm. and before they viciously attacked me. Okay? Oh, my father loved you. Thank you. He Thank did. You very much. I couldn't, and that's something I never thought I would hear. My father loved you, and he was like, my father's like, you know what I like? Uh, the, the the black dude, the pizza guy. I was like, oh, no, okay. <laughs> I mean, you brought, it, you brought my father around, Herman. That's that's, that's strong for the that's country, That's quite buddy. a compliment, man. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. This is Herman Cain. You could hear him at HermanCain.com uh, weekdays from 9 to 12. Should probably start listening at 10, though. Just wait till yep. we're done and right, then yep. flip over there. Yep, yep. Uh, I love having you on the program. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, guys. Good Have a great day. Bye. Bye, Bye. There you go. Herman Cain. I like him, man. When I f did the fill-in for WSB, yeah. I get to hear uh, his show. Uh, he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's very intelligent. And uh, I don't know. That's why I wonder 
why people would like Donald Trump who have all that money or, or Mitt Romney would want to get into this when you know what could come out of it uh, for your family, the, what you have to put your whole family through. And the, the other sure. thing I think about is I see what, what uh, haters have done with my children already, and I'm nobody. Uh, remember what they did with Chelsea Clinton talking about how right, ugly she right, was yeah. and, and the same thing with uh, um, uh, what uh, Carter, Carter Carter's daughter yeah. she was ugly I don't know I'd never want to put my kids to that Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source if you're thinking about getting engaged Golden Diamond Source is your one stop destination shop compare and save at the Golden Diamond Source 3800 Olmerton Road or online at goldendiamondsource.com